You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Last week we started a, a series. What do we call it? That's right. Be sober, be vigilant. You need to be sober and you need to be vigilant. Okay. So let's just have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. Thank you again for your word. Your word which is spirit and is life. I thank you, Father. Thank you for everyone here. Everyone under the sound of my voice. Those here, those watching online, I, I speak right now and I declare Oh God, manifestations of your kingdom in every life. Let your word bring the kingdom into the lives of your people. Thank you for sobriety. Help us to be sober. Help us not to be drunk, my God, with all the cares and affairs of this world system in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Our text, 1 Peter chapter 5. In 1 Peter chapter 5, let's read from verse 6. It says, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Amen. There is always a due time. Then, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Turn to someone and say, the Lord cares for you. Amen. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're going through. I just want you to know this morning that the Lord cares for you. So, cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. And then verse 8, he says, be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks around, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You know, it's interesting when you go check the word devour in the Greek. It's not what your mind pictures. No, in, 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 in English, when you... When you um, when you read it in English, you, you just think of someone eating something. Am I correct? That's the picture you get. But when you go to the Greek, it's interesting. It's, it's not to eat. It means to drink. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what it means, to drink. Yay. So imagine, do you know what that means for him to drink? That means he has crushed, okay? He has crushed the person. He has eaten. And then the liquid part of it, the juice, that's what he, that's what he wants to do. That is what he wants to do to people. So turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, be sober and be vigilant. Yeah. You need to be sober and be vigilant. Yeah. Because if you are not sober, and we know what, um, in fact, I checked it in the Greek, the word sober, Nifo means to think straight. Okay? To be free from drunkenness. Why is, why is the Bible telling us, why is he using this terminology to communicate to us spiritual realities? I'm telling you, many people are drunk today. Even God's people are drunk 
They are drunk with the cares of this world. They are drunk with the system of this world, the wine of this world. Okay? The wine of self-enthronement. Where self is placed on the throne. Come on. Yeah. Many people have dethroned God from their lives. Self is now in charge. So they are drunk with themselves. They're drunk with themselves. And so because they're so drunk with themselves, they're almost like spiritual narcissists. That's the spiritual state of some people. And so we need to be sober. Wake up. Uh, you know, to be sober. And then he combines it with be vigilant. This is a very strong verse. If you will apply this, it will save you. It will preserve your life. It will preserve your future. It will preserve your destiny. I'm telling you. Because there is evil out there. The world is dark and it's getting darker. It's getting darker. The enemy is serving his wine to the world, to the nations of the world. Yeah. Like we said last week, some people are drunk with the wine of fear. Some people are drunk with the wine of worry and anxiety. Some people are drunk with the wine of self. Self-will. Do you know the doctrine of Satan? There is, there's actually a Bible of Satanism. Okay? In the, 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 there is, do you know there's a religion of Satanism? They have their own book. Okay? They have their own commandments. And their first commandment, do you know what, that, what it is? Do what thou wilt. Yeah. Do what thou wilt. If you go and watch uh, the documentary, the series that was done by Eric Hombach years ago called Hell's Bells. He goes, does documentary and goes into some of the music um, some, some, some aspect of the music mini, uh, industry, especially rock and hard rock and all of that, he goes into that and he brings out certain things. And their chief commandment is do thou, as thou wilt. Do as you will. So some people have drank from that wine of self-will. They've drunk from that and they're intoxicated. They are not sober anymore. They are void of sound judgment. They're void of the ability to accurately make decisions that will benefit them. So the enemy needs to serve his wine. He needs to serve his drink to the nations so that the nations will lose their senses and they become easy target. Then he comes and drinks them. <laughs> you see? Yeah. And I want you to know that in, this, in spiritual terms, Drinking, in, in spiritual terms, you, you, you drink, there are different ways you drink in the, in, in the spirit. Just like there are different ways you eat in the spirit. Okay? Jesus says, he, he that thirsts should come to me and drink. Is that not so? Drink of the living water. And this he spoke of the Holy Spirit. You drink when you, when you come into his presence. When you, when you come into his presence, you, you have come to drink. You drink by listening. You also drink by watching 
Yeah. You drink by watching. You drink by listening. You drink by meditation. When you meditate on something, you, you, you are drinking it in your spirit. You are filling your spirit with that thing. So, if you don't, if you don't intentionally refuse to worry, for instance. Every time you're listening to what will make you to worry, you know what you are doing? You are drinking. You're drinking worry, the wine of worry. You're drinking the wine of worry. And, and then you, you, you drink, then you get to a point of intoxication. So by the time you get to the point of intoxication, you are no more able to make wise decisions. You're no more able to make wise decisions, and when you don't make wise decisions, it affects you. It affects your present. It affects your future. It affects your destiny. I'm telling you. And when you want to make a major decision in your life, make sure you are sober. Don't make decisions because you are emotional. Don't make decisions, major decisions because of how you feel. Because what you drink can affect you, how you feel. Do you agree with me? Huh? Yeah. So... Your feelings are not a good way to determine where life should go or how life should go. You want to make sure that you are sober. I hope I'm communicating this morning. So it's important for us, it's important for us as children of God to be sober. Come on, say be sober. Do not be drunk. Yeah, don't be drunk. What are you taking that is now beginning to affect your senses? It's beginning to affect your spiritual senses. It's beginning to dull your discernment. It's beginning to dull your ability to see clearly. See clearly, you can't see clearly. And because you are so drunk of this thing, then you start having some visions that God is not showing. You start hallucinating because you've drunk so much of the wrong stuff. You've drunk so much of the wrong stuff. And because you've drunk so much of the wrong stuff, what happens is that you start seeing things that are not there. You start hearing things that God is not saying. And then you now start making decisions based on what you are seeing that is a product of your drunken state. And there are many people that have gone into, into um, I'll use the example of marriage. People have gotten into marriage in a state of drunkenness. Then you know, you know when you drink and you are so drunk... Everybody that drinks and gets drunk, the next thing they want is to sleep. They want to sleep it off. Is that not so? Yeah, they want to sleep it off. So there's no way you can be awake. There's no way you can be vigilant if you are drunk. You can't be vigilant. So you take so much worry. You take so much anxiety. You take so much fear. You take so much negativity. You take so much insecurity. You drink the wine of insecurity to the point where you are so drunk. You just want to go and sleep. And there is a destiny moment. There is an opportunity. You've been praying for God to bring this across your way. And now at the... At the time God is bringing it, you are drunk. You are drunk. Then you now make the wrong decision. And you abort the miracle God brought your way. You see how people miss it? Yeah. 
I nearly married the wrong woman. <laughs> but thankfully, I woke up. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Somebody was talking to me. Oh, this person is good for you. This person is good for you. You know, look at this. Look at this person is so committed. This person, you know, this person loves the Lord. This person did this. This person did this. And I was drinking it, drinking it, drinking it, drinking it, drinking it, drinking it. It started making sense. And it made perfect sense. Hallelujah. It made perfect sense. I looked at everything, dot all the Dot all the I's, cross the T's, everything is in place. And I didn't know that I was seeing in a drunken state. It, it, it seemed to be clear to me. It, 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 it was like, I mean, it just made sense. But you know, God loved me so much. I decided to go on a fast. You know, fasting helps to waken you up, awaken you. Fasting and prayer. That's why Jesus says, watch and pray. So you do not enter into temptation. Hallelujah. So in my state of fasting and praying, I'm fasting for three days and three nights. No water, no food. Speak to me, Lord. This is the step I'm about to take. I want to hear from you. As I was breaking my fast, I had that vision. I'll never forget. I was just praying. Then I went into a trance. A trance is a kind of vision where your senses are suspended. Okay, so you are locked in that experience. You're locked into that experience. You're not aware of your environment when you're in a trance. So as I was praying, as I was finishing... Towards late afternoon that day, I'll never forget. I was on the floor in my, in my flat, just on my face, praying. As I was praying, praying, whoop, I, I was drawn into this vision. And in this vision, I went to the place to meet this good idea person. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. And I, I, I was there... When I walked in there and I asked for this person, I said, uh, I'm looking for Claudia. They said, no, no, no. No. Then a hand said to me, not that one. Take this one. I saw a big hand. said, take this one. I said, ah, no, no, no. This is not the one I want. This is the one I came for. Eesh. When you are drunk, you will be so convinced that wrong is right. I'm telling you. You will be 100% convinced. I was arguing with the Lord. Can you imagine I'm arguing with the Lord in a vision? That's what drunkenness can do. That's why we need to be sober. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, be sober, be sober, be sober. Hey! Be sober. Be sober. Hey, God, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Hallelujah. I was arguing in that vision. I said, no. And he said, no, take this one. Take this one. I said, no. I'm looking for Claudia. I said, no, not Claudia. This one. <laughs> And then the vision ended. It was two weeks after that I met her. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. But do you know if I had just continued in my drunken state? I would have missed it. I'm telling you, and I have friends that have made that decision in drunken states. I don't want to talk about it. Not good. 
It's not good to make a destiny decision in a drunken state. Are you following me? Yeah. And do you know that you have the capacity to, to serve drink to other people? Because if you are full of the wrong thing and you keep feeding people with it, you are feeding them with the wrong drink. And then it now, if they drink it so much, they get drunk, they now make the wrong decision because of you. Please, don't mislead anybody. Give them the wine of the Holy Spirit. Don't give them the wine of your will. Do you understand me? Yeah. Don't give them the wine of your preference. I don't want your preference. I want God's preference. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you consuming? Yeah. Some people, some people are only drinking the wine of Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can have a sip. I don't know. For of those, those series, you know? You know those series? Yeah, just have a sip. Don't take it too much. Because it will start clouding your judgment. It will start affecting how you interpret things. So be sober. Come on. Say be sober. sober. Yeah, be sober. Be careful what you are consuming. What are you putting in your spirit? What are you putting in your soul? What are you feeding your mind with? And make no mistake, those drinks, they feel nice sometimes. You know, pity party is, is, is another wine. Yeah, you, 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 you can drink the wine of pity party and get drunk. Huh? And you know, when you get drunk, then you start singing some kind of songs. You know, have you seen people like that? When they are drunk, then they start singing, nobody knows. The trouble I have seen, nobody knows my sorrows. What is that? You are drunk with the wine of self-pity. Then you look in the mirror and you start crying. The things people do when they are drunk, eh? I'm telling you, it's amazing. You know, people react differently to intoxicants. There are some people, when they drink, they start dancing. Huh? Some, when they drink, they start throwing up. Come on. Yeah, they start throwing up, throwing up. And some, when they drink, they start singing. So some of the songs you listen to, you don't know what you don't know what you are drinking when you listen to some songs. You better be careful. <laughs> you know, I'm not being legalistic here, but I just want you to be sober. Do you get my point? You need to be sober, know what you are doing. As a Christian in these last days, one of the things that the enemy will do is that he's going to work so hard to get everybody drunk with his wine. So that nobody can do the will of God. Hello? So that's why watching and prayer go together. You know that, right? Jesus said to us, watch and pray. If you are not prayerful, I'm telling you, you will get drunk easily. Yeah, you better be drunk with the wine of the Holy Spirit. Be drunk with the, with the new wine. 
Hallelujah. Some people like to say, oh, well, Jesus turned water to wine and all of that. Listen, why do you think Jesus started his ministry with that? Why? Why do you think? It's because the human race is drinking a different wine. So Jesus comes to bring another wine. Hallelujah. And you drink it, you drink it by spending time in his word. You drink it by receiving the word. You drink it by worshiping him, spending time in worship. When you are spending time in that, you are drinking of the spirit of God. Then you get intoxicated with that. Then you walk out with power. Hallelujah. Otherwise, your sinful nature is going to rule over your life. Imagine a Christian that can't even resist temptation. Do you know why? Do you know how you get to that state where you, you see something you know is wrong, but you can't resist it? Is to, to tell you the state of your drunkenness. Yeah, that's what it means. So when you find that you, you, you are lacking the power to resist certain things, then you need to start checking on what you've been drinking. Okay, just go back, rewind, and start asking yourself, well, what did I drink? What, what have I been drinking lately? And I'm telling you, what I'm, what I'm sharing with you, <laughs> these, are, these are things that have helped me to stay on course. These are things that have helped me to stay on course. So when I get to a point where I start seeing that, ah, why am I always tempted like this? What happened? Then I start thinking back. And when I trace, I found that there was something I was consuming. Hallelujah. So there was something that was, I was consuming that now stirred up something in me. That now made me more susceptible to that temptation. So how do I overcome it? I don't pray, I'm buying the temptation. No, you don't buy temptation. You start drinking something else. Hallelujah. Change what you're drinking. If you don't like how you're feeling, change what you're drinking. If you don't like how you're seeing, change what you're drinking. If all you can see is doom and gloom. I am telling you, if all you see is doom and gloom, you have drunk the wrong wine. The future is bright. The future is glorious. Hallelujah. Better days are ahead of you. The path of a just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. It's getting better. Hallelujah. Tomorrow is better than today. My best days are not behind me. They are ahead of me. That's the wine I choose to drink. Hallelujah. Be sober. Be vigilant. Be sober. Be vigilant. Are you sober? Are you vigilant? Are you, are you aware of the influences that have been, uh, that are being served by hell? But you don't know. You're just consuming it. Be sober. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. If you're going to stay on course, if you're going to fulfill God's purpose for your life, you must be sober. You must be sober. Do everything you can to be sober. And it's a daily thing. It's not like, you, I'm sober today, so because I'm sober today, then for the rest of the month, my sobriety is guaranteed. No. You have to consciously make decisions on a daily basis to be sober. So when you catch yourself thinking the wrong thought about yourself, about your, about, you know, about your future, about whatever, when you catch yourself, say, hey, 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 wake up, wake up, wake up. 
come on. <laughs> Wake up. Get out of that. You know, when, when Adam and Eve ate from the tree, you know, <laughs> it's, it's interesting that when Satan, through the serpent, spoke to Eve, he started speaking to her. Did God say, you should not eat from every tree? And says, no, we may eat of every tree in the garden, but, you know, the one in the midst of the garden, he says we shouldn't eat it because, you know, we shouldn't even touch it. The day we do, we're going to die. And so I said, you're not going to die. Honestly, you won't die. God is hiding something from you. So she, he, he was serving her. He was serving her drink. You know, I mean, he knows. The day you take it, your eyes will open. Your eyes will open and then you will be like God. You will see clearly. You will know between good and evil. Look at it. He says, Genesis 3, 5. For God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be what? Opened. <laughs> and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. He knows. So he's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the wine he's serving them. That's the one. He's, serve, he's serving Eve. He's serving her. Come on, Eve. Take some more. Take another shot. Come on, Eve. Another shot. Another shot. Another shot. And as she's taking it, it's like her, her senses. Remember, Eve was perfect. No sin. But now, she's taking it. All right? Yeah, he says that, okay, you're putting in the amplified for me. God knows that in the day that you eat from it, your eyes will be open. That is, you will have greater awareness. Can you imagine a drunk being more aware than a sober person? I mean, think about it. <laughs> that is what happens. When you see some, sometimes, haven't you seen, sometimes you are trying to tell somebody, don't, no, this is the wrong thing. Don't go that way. And the person is saying, no, they, it's, it's correct. Uh, have you experienced that before? Or have you been guilty of that? Just look straight. Nobody will know that I'm talking about you. All right. You, you, you don't know such things. Yeah. So, it says you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil. All right? And then the next verse, you see, the woman, so it says, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, can you see now? Intoxication. It has affected her sense of judgment. Now she's looking at it. It is now good for food. Can you imagine that? God says it's not good for you, but you drink so much that you now say, wow, it's so nice. It's so nice. I have seen I have seen drunks in the ditch and swimming. I mean, it's it's messy. It's smelling, and it's inside, and he's trying to swim. Oh, you say, but can't you see? This is not this. You're in the wrong pool. This is not a swimming pool. This is a ditch. It's smelling. There's dirt in it. But no, he's in a drunken state. So his sense of judgment has been twisted, perverted. And so he now begins to enjoy what he should detest. You see how the enemy gets people. So she looks at it, she says, it was good for food. And it was pleasant to their eyes. Can you see that? It's now become, it has now become pleasant to the eyes. And the, a tree desirable to make one wise. It is now something that will make you wise. Ooh, what are you drinking? Sure. I am telling you, please, let us be careful. Be careful what you're drinking. Not every drink is good for you. Not every information is good for you. Hallelujah. The enemy is serving the nations. 
And one of them, the, 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 the bartenders, is media. Hallelujah. Hollywood, entertainment. Be careful what you are drinking there. Be careful what you are consuming from Hollywood. Be careful what you are consuming from Disney. Come on. Hey, did you know that the highest shareholder of Disney is a Satanist? Oh, you didn't know? Ah. The highest shareholder is a Satanist. Am I, am I saying Disney is evil? No, I'm not saying. But I'm just saying, be careful what your children consume. Okay, be careful. Don't allow them to be discipled by Disney. If your children are discipled by Disney, they'll be intoxicated by the drink of Disney. All right. I know, I mean, there are good things about Disney. I have my favorite cartoon characters, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have my favorite as well. Even my children, they know that, you know, you, you, if you just want me to watch, you need to just play. There's, there's what you play, I will watch. So I'm not saying Disney is evil. But I'm saying not everything should be consumed. Be sober. Be vigilant. All right? Be sober what you allow into your home. Be sober what you allow into your children. Yeah. So, be sober. The greatest shareholder in Disney is a Satanist. And then the second highest shareholder is a homosexual. Hey, pastor, you're going to the place that uh, you shouldn't go. You're not being politically, politically correct now. Let's be inclusive. Yeah, who coined that language? Even some of the things we hear that we even parrot and we speak. Is it a wine that we're drinking? Think about what you are thinking. Hey, oh, Pastor, I came to be excited. A message that will excite me and make me a millionaire. Now you are preaching this thing. Be sober. Huh? Yeah, we just have to be sober because we don't want to be, we don't want the devil to drink us. That's. That's what he, he wants to do. <laughs> Amen. So, because if you are not sober, you will not spot when the scenes of the cartoon changes. And then there's just, for a few seconds, something just introduced. Pew! And then it continues, it's good. If, if you're not sober, you won't know. When some things are being suggested, suggested, be sober, be vigilant. Yeah. Can you imagine a case where now in some countries it's like if the child feels like being a girl today, just allow the child. What is that? What wine is that? And it's coming to South Africa. The guinea pig of the West. The launch pad into Africa. Come on. Yeah. Let's be sober. Let's be vigilant. Don't allow anyone to pull a wool over your face. Open your eyes. Clearly. See. Look. And see. Alright? Teach your children how to be sober. Help them to develop discerning abilities. Not everything is okay. They might not be sinful 
for a start, but they might just lead to other things. You see? Do you know, there's a, I don't want to mention the country, there's a country on this continent, right? If you love your wife, you must beat her. I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. I know, I know that country. I don't want to mention it. If you don't beat her, she will suspect you of having a mistress. Come on, how many ladies would like to, you like that place? Just, huh? It is a wine that has, that, that have been fed into that culture. It has been fed into that culture. People have drank it, they're intoxicated. And so the wife is so intoxicated that she starts suspecting the husband if he's being too nice. She's like, what's wrong with you? Who have you been with? Why are you behaving? You are trying to suppress something. You are trying to hide something. That's why you are doing this. You too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, we need to be sober. Wake up. Wake up. Be careful. Be watchful. We're in the last days. We are in the last days. Did you know that? We are in the last days. When Jesus comes, will he find you watching? Or will he find you in a drunken state? In closing, I want to read from Matthew chapter 24. Mighty God, help us. Say, Lord, help me to be sober. I want to be vigilant. Amen. Matthew 24, verse 36, it says, But, in that, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but the Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark. Now, there's nothing wrong with marriage. There's nothing wrong with eating. There's nothing wrong with drinking. You know, it, but these people overindulged to the point that they were in a state of stupor. And then Noah is busy preaching to them. There's a flood coming. Give your lives to Christ. There's a flood coming. They, they, they're like, hey, my friend. What flood are you talking about? What is flood even? Because it had never rained. But you see, it's, it's, it's a spiritual state. Jesus is saying that when he comes, it's going to be similar. Majority of the people will be in a drunken state. They are either drunk with relationship matters, issues, marital matters. They are so drunk in it that they are not even aware. They are so drunk with food and partying. They are partying so much, entertainment so much. They are so drunk with entertainment that their senses have been dulled. They are numb in their senses. And Noah is speaking and talking, talking. Do you know that Noah preached for a hundred years and he didn't get one convert? That's to tell you how drunk people were. Now here, people only get drunk on weekend. Then, you know, Monday they sober up, come out of their hangover, and then go to work. There, it's like permanent drunkenness. Huh? And that's the state of some people spiritually. That's the state of some people spiritually. Until the day Noah got into the ark. When Noah got into the ark, and the door was locked. 
and the rain came. They started knocking. Now they are awake, but it's late. They are waking up when it's late. And I'm sure Noah, out of his compassionate heart, would have loved to open the ark. But God was the one that sealed it. God closed it. Noah. Boom, boom, boom. Noah. I told you. You were too drunk to listen. You were too drunk to understand. You were too drunk to hear me. Now it has come. And that's how the, the entire world was destroyed. Drowned. And God says, okay, you want to be drunk? You are drink, going to drink this water till you die. <laughs> hey! Deliver us, Lord, from drunkenness. Deliver our generation, O oh God, from the, the wine of the enemy, from, from the intoxicants of Satan. Whatever it is, in whatever form, in whatever fashion it is, Lord, may we be delivered from it. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, I pray, I pray for you that the Lord will help you. That the Lord will help you, help your generation, help your children, help your children's children to always be sober. To not be fed and be, be, be uh, given the wrong wine. They will not receive the wrong drink. But that they will come into the presence of the Lord to drink of the wine of the Spirit. To drink and to eat of the bread of life. To eat of the bread of life. Drink the wine of the Spirit. Drink the living water. He says, oh ye that thirst, come and drink. Why spend money on that which costs nothing? Come and drink that which satisfies. The, the true satisfaction is not in that wine of the enemy. It is in the wine of the Spirit. It is in the living water. That's what will quench the thirst in your heart. That's what is going to quench the thirst. You've been longing for more. You've been longing for something special. Now God is saying, come to me all year. That are thirsty. Come and drink. I want to pray for those. If you want to receive Jesus into your heart. Just raise your hand. Anybody. If you raise your hand. I'll pray for you. If there anybody. You want to receive Jesus. You want to, you, you want to get born again. You want to receive Jesus into your heart. I want to pray for you right now. Anybody. Is there any hand? I don't see any hand. Is there any hand? Raise your hand and I'll pray for you. Come on. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Let's. Any hand, you want, to, you want to receive Jesus into your heart. Okay, I don't see any hand, I don't see any hand, but if you are watching online and you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus. I believe in my heart that he is Lord. And I confess his lordship over my life. Lord, let your kingdom come in my life. Let your will be done in my life. Give me a new heart. Give me a heart that thirsts after you. Deliver me from the thirst for the wine of the world. Save me. Deliver me from myself. Deliver me from sin. Deliver me from Satan. Deliver me from death. Thank you, Lord. I receive you into my heart. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart. Now, if you pray that prayer for the first time, I want you to contact us. Our details are on the screen. You contact us. We want to hear from you and we want to walk with you. Yes. And for those of us who are born again, you want to receive, you want to take the new wine. You want the wine of the Spirit of God. I want to say, Lord, my God, forgive me for drinking the wrong wine. I've been intoxicated with greed. I've been intoxicated with lust. I've been intoxicated with fear. I've been intoxicated with insecurities. I've been intoxicated with, with, with self-pity. I've been intoxicated. 
right now. Father, I pray for your people. I pray, oh Father, and there will be a cleansing. Everybody listening to me, Lord, that they will be cleansed, washed, washed and cleansed. Let their hearts, oh God, let their hearts, oh Father, be cleansed. Let their minds be washed. Let them be sanctified. Lord my God, every wine of sin, every wine of compromise, Lord God, ungodly compromise, every wine of ungodly compromise that they have drank, Lord, I ask, oh Father, for mercy in the name of Jesus. Now, why don't you just say this after me? Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word, which is spirit and is life. I receive your word in my heart. And I declare right now that I will not drink from the cup of demons. I will not drink the wine of the enemy. I'm going to drink from the table of the Lord from this day going forward. Get rid of every wrong influence in me. Wash me by the blood of Jesus. Wash me by your word. The washing of water by the word. I receive cleansing. Cleanse my conscience. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my spirit. From all pollutants. And intoxicants. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. I give you praise. In Jesus name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.